Tired of political correctness? Sick of cancel culture? Got something to say? Just say it. Just say it. A pro-America anti-censorship podcast hosted by Jesse Michael Elliott. Here we are. Happy, happy Monday. Um, how's everybody's weekend? I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. I owe you an episode. I know you an episode. Funny story, no excuses. So the in-laws decided to stop by this weekend. You know, that's always a swell time. <laughs> and they were supposed to show up at 8, but they showed up at 5. So was going to film. They show up. Wife goes, oh, well, why don't you film with them here? I go, you want me to film a political show with them here? I'm like, I don't think you know what goes into filming. I don't think, first off, it's rude to them. Second of all, I don't think she understands what goes into filming. I mean, doing this stuff off script, pretty much everything's off the cuff other than the stuff I read. And even that I'm doing live on stream. Like you have to be in a certain mindset and you can't have any distractions because once you have a distraction, if you lose your flow, your train of thought, there that is so it's really it's a kind of like an art form really so that's why i didn't film the episode but i will get you guys an episode i always keep my word um but did anyone watch the ufc fights on saturday we had a good great ufc uh pay-per-view card uh stipe maintained the title and uh retired uh daniel cormier uh, Sean O'Malley messed up his leg pretty bad. We don't have an update on that. It's not there's no break, but they're gonna they're gonna get it. He's gonna get a CAT scan today, I believe. So how was everyone's weekend? Before we get into episode 28, we're moving up. Soon we're gonna hit 50. Maybe we'll do some special for our 50th episode. Crazy to think it's been only two months and we're almost up to 50 episodes. Crazy. Um, so I just want to go over two things before we start this episode. First off. Um, I want to take a second just to give a little tribute to Cannon Hinnant, the five-year-old boy that was shot in cold blood by, it happened to be a black guy and I wouldn't, the race normally wouldn't matter, but the problem is there's a double standard when it's a white person that kills a black person, it's a huge story, but when it's the other way around, there's not a peep, and the only one to even cover the story that I saw was Tucker Carlson, and it's a shame because if it was the other way around, it would be black, it would be plastered all over the commie networks, and there'd be riots, looting, burning, murder in the streets. But no, what happens when all these white people lose somebody? All these white people with their guns and their assault rifles lose somebody? Nobody gets hurt. No stores get looted? No, no no riots? No protests? Oh, but we're the bad guys, the white people with the guns, right? Oh, I... Okay. Right. See how that is? See how it is? It is crazy. But I just wanted to give... Dedicate a little bit of time to him. I didn't cover the story because I really didn't want to talk... I brought it up, but I didn't want to talk about it. I didn't want to do a full thing on it because it's... You know, it's it's a uh, heartbreaking, but sometimes you just got to cover it. But I just wanted to 
give you know a little dedicate a little portion of this show to the uh poor boy who lost his life apparently his gofundme is up to one million dollars and his family lived in a trailer park um so hopefully now they'll get a a nice place to live in not saying the trailer park isn't you know not say anything bad about trailer parks but hopefully now the rest of the family will be safe in a nice area and they won't have to live because they actually live next door to the killer the the father actually had dinner with the guy the night before so just crazy story and then one last thing we got the american people got the 9-11 light show reinstated it looks like the american people rose up and we got our light show back the fact that they even considered they were going to cancel the 9-11 tribute, the tower, the beams of light in New York City is disgusting. I said on Twitter, you know what? Why don't we all rally together and go to New York City with blue lights that day? What happens? Enough people made comments and there was enough uh, backlash for it that they reinstated it. Good. Good for that. What a shameful, shameful act. That bum Del Camio can paint Black Lives Matter in front of Trump, in front of Trump Hotel like a big two-year-old, but he can't, and he can let um, black trans groups and all these protests, ten like ten thousand people, gather in the streets. But no, you can't have a couple guys put on a light show for the nine eleven. Like what is going on? And you saw like a crazy like seventy plus shootings in the past twenty four hours in New York City. What a nightmare! So I just wanted to give you update on that. And let's, uh, you know what? We'll end the show with talking about who's gonna talk at the 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 DNC tonight. So we'll we'll end the show with that. I just changed my mind. I was gonna do it now, but let's end the show with that. So let's get in to episode twenty eight. Not so swift. <laughs> Obviously, it is about Taylor Swift. I I thought that was clever. So this is a Breitbart article. Here we go. Another rich celebrity that got rich off white people telling us sticking her nose in politics. Now, to be honest, I had a lot of her early albums because when she she started as a real young little girl, um, her stuff used to be country music. I have I think I have up to album 20. No, I don't I don't know if I have 22. I might have it. I might not. Anyway. But I used to listen to her old stuff because I liked her old country stuff. Then she slowly, slowly, slowly started changing into pop music. Well, I have no problem with that. But now she's sticking her nose in politics like everybody else. And I just I just wish they would just, just keep your nose like to make some statements, positive statements, okay. But to start being negative in politics, it's just... There's enough of that. The people go to entertainment and sports to get a break from this stuff. They don't want to go to their escape and then get hit over the head with this stuff. That's why they're sick of it. They don't want to hear it everywhere they go. This is why I plan to do the show Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. That way, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, you get a break. Sun, uh, Early Monday morning, I, prepare, I catch you up like this show for everything that happened over the weekend. Because you need a break. You can't be hit over the head with this stuff 24-7. But here we go. Breitbart article. Taylor Swift attacks Trump over USPS. 
he is well aware that we don't want him as our president. I don't know what that has to do with the Postal Service. Funny, there's a clip um, circulating of Obama saying the post office is a mess from years ago. But when Trump says it, you know, orange man bad. You, you, we're, I mean, you're used to this by now. You, you know this narrative. You know the story. Anything Trump does is Hitler-esque. It's the end of the world. So here we go. Mega pop star, Democratic Party activist Taylor Swift is attacking President Trump over the U.S. Postal Service, claiming that the president is trying to cheat his way to victory in November by dismantling (laughs) the federal agency. First off, the post office for years has operated in the red, meaning they've been negative. Trump just uh, before getting on Air Force uh, the helicopter, the Air Force One. I don't I don't know what the name of the helicopter is, but either he was getting on Air Force One or the helicopter, and he made a statement to the press like he always does, and he said the post office has been in debt like eighty billion dollars over the years. Why should the American taxpayer? I said this on Twitter as well. Foot the bill. Why should we foot the bill for them? Or do you think? This is the problem with government. It's not their money. People mess up their own money. Do you think they care about your money? Do you think the majority of government cares about you? They're supposed to. So the post office has been bleeding money for God knows how many years. You're talking about up to $80 billion. Okay. And what are we teaching? What do you do with your kids? What are you teaching them if you say, oh, oh, you keep making mistakes? Well, we're not going to punish you for it. You don't have to change. Why? Because every time you make a mistake, you're bailed out. So why would you change anything? Well, if this sucker is going to keep paying for it, uh, what, why do we have to change? Why do you expect them to change? Nothing's going to change unless something changes, right? Nothing changes if nothing changes. Stop dumping money to PBS and USPS when they're pretty much bankrupting us. You know how much... Money, we know many different things we could do with that money, except give it to people who don't care. They need to at least break even. They don't care. Why should we? But here we go. They're attack the net, they're attacking Trump. So this is a quote. Trump's calculated dismantle. <laughs> it's a scheme. It's a scheme. It's calculated. Trump's calculated dismantling of USPS. Is he taking away post office boxes or something? Like this is crazy down. This is Russia Gate all over again. Proves one thing clearly, Swift tweeted. He is well aware that we do not want him as our president. He's chosen to blatantly cheat and put millions of Americans' lives at risk in effort to hold on to power. No, the Democrats have put American lives at risk by keeping his home for how many months? By letting rioters, murderers, and looters destroy our cities? They're the ones putting us at risk. Oh, so you can protest, you can burn, you can murder, you can destroy... But you can't go vote. I thought masks worked. If masks work, why can't you vote? Six feet, six, have everyone line up to vote six feet apart and let them vote. What's the problem here? What's the problem? New transit buses can operate and they force all these people. Atlas Gym brings this up a lot. They force all these people into a tiny bus in a very close area and they can operate. Why? Because the government gets money off that. The cities get money of that. Oh, but you can't go vote. Oh, you can't open your gym. Oh, you can't sing in church. 
This is crazy town. And the only reason they're allowed to do it because we're letting them to do it. There's going to come a breaking point. There's going to come a breaking point when the average citizen says, I've had enough. You can shove it. And that might happen when schools reopen, because if they get out of bounds with our kids, that's going to be the breaking point for a lot of people. If they start going crazy with the mask on our children and start doing things to our children that we're not happy with, it's going to be the breaking point. Because when it comes to our kids, we don't mess around. And the American people are getting tired of this. So here we go. Here's some more tweets. So Swift is also accusing President Trump of taking advantage of the Chinese COVID-19 virus pandemic to subvert and destroy our right to vote safely. Why can't you do it in person? I don't understand it. So here's a tweet. Trump's from Taylor Swift. Trump's calculated dismantle. <laughs> okay, that's the one from before. Donald Trump's infective leader, ineffective leadership gravely worsened the crisis that we are in. And he is now taking advantage of it to subvert and destroy our right to vote safely. Request a ballot early. Vote early. Vote in person. Someone made a good point on Twitter. If you won the lottery would for a large sum of money, would you bring the cash in the lottery ticket in person or would you mail it? Would you mail that ticket? Obviously, you're doing it in person. Why? Because you don't trust it getting there. You don't trust it's going to get into the right hands. Oh, but your vote? You're going to trust them with your vote? Have you ever had a letter lost by UPS by mistake? I have. I've had numerous packages, at least two, lost by USPS. You... We're going to get into an article later about USPS, but... Oh, so you want them... First off, there was that case in New Jersey where 25% of the vote was illegal. Then there's the New York primary where they just... It took a month. They couldn't figure out who won, and they just decided to give it to somebody. And now you're going to, you're going to allow the U.S. the Postal Service to take in millions upon millions of votes from all these states, and they've never done this before... And you're going to do this when Trump's president? You know why? Because either if Trump wins, they're going to say he rigged it. And if they lose, they're going to say Trump rigged it. So it's a win-win for the Democrats. Either way, they're going to say Trump rigged it. So this is going to, this is going to be Russia all over again. R- Trump only won because of Russia. And now Trump's only going to win because of U- USPS. No, Trump's going to win because Biden doesn't know where he is. It's, it's to the point, do we know if Biden even wipes himself? It's seriously to that point. I'm not even kidding. I'm not even kidding. Does he have an, a wiper for him? Because he can't give interviews. We saw another video of them, him and uh, Kamala Harris. They're about to, they're tried asking, the press tried asking him questions after they were doing a video thing. And the DNC people whisked the press away and didn't let him take questions. Like, how long do they want him to hide? And this guy's going to be president? Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Where are we going with this? Where is the Democrats going with this? It's out of control. It's just another move to say Trump's candidacy isn't legitimate to piss off the crazies so they can rally the crazies up and have more riots, murders, and everything else. That's all they want. They don't care about America. They, if they don't, they're equivalent to toddlers. If they don't get their way, they're going to kick and scream and do anything they can to get their toy back. That's what the Democrats are. They're a bunch of toddlers. It is what it is. 
The U.S. Postal Service warned 46 states last week that it could not guarantee that all mail-in ballots cast for the presidential election would arrive on time. Just what we need, another Iowa decision. They couldn't handle Iowa, and it wasn't even mail-ins. It took them, what, a week to announce the winner, and we really never got the numbers? It's insane. The agency continues to lose billions of dollars annually, and we foot the bill. Recently saying that it lost 2.2 billion, this isn't million, 2.2 billion in three months ending in June. That is a sick number. And why should we pay it? Why should we pay it? On Saturday, President Trump defended Postmaster General Louis DeJoy despite protests and criticism from left-wingers about the changes he's making to fix the broken agency. The president has repeatedly criticized the Democrats' push for voting by mail as a scam to hurt Republicans, saying it will lead to catastrophic situation in November. Of course it will. Of course it will. And that's what they want. They want the narrative that Trump lost and he's refusing to leave the White House. Well, I'm not going to leave the White House unless I know the vote was real. Why would I? Do you really trust the Democrats at this point? They tried the Russia collusion hoax, fake story. They tried that, a.k.a. cheating, in my opinion. They spied on the man. Couldn't get anything there, a.k.a. cheating again. Then they do this. Uh, then they have an insurance policy in text. Is he going to win? No, 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 he's not. We'll stop him. And that guy was just indicted for um, saying uh, Viva la uh, resistance versus Trump. It begins like, are you kidding me? And you're going to trust these people with votes? Okay, buddy. I mean, it's laughable at this point that you would trust a Democrat. Do you trust Nancy Pelosi? It's, you can't. You can't. If you're a sane person, you cannot trust the Democrats. They will cheat, lie still. They wanted to, remember they wanted to, uh, they wanted to wire, they wanted to uh, have a hidden mic and set up the president. Remember that with, uh, who's it, Rob's, uh, Rob Stein, what, what, I can't think of his name off the bat. They wanted to uh, tap him. Rosenstein, they wanted to tap him. The president, get him to say something. Like, are you kidding me? Wear a wire. What are you, nuts? They'll do anything to get rid of Trump. It's They impeach him over what? Nothing? A phone call? They'll do anything. They kick and scream until they get their way because they lost. It's pathetic. And it's, it's, it's out of control. So Taylor Swift, who has been busy promoting her latest album, Folklore... Recently accused, folklore, how ironic, recently accused President Trump of stoking the fires of white supremacy. I feel like this is, this is just like their storyline. Hannity says it best. Every four years, it's throw grandma off a cliff, you're racist, you're homophobic, and all the puns they got, all the tribes they got about Republicans. It's, it's the same stuff every single year. Race, 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 race. She also blasted the U.S. Census Bureau for failing to include a category for non-binary and transgender people on the latest censor form. That's because you're either male or you're female. Stop with the unicorns. and the... I remember watching an episode of Louder with Crowder. And he said, well, how many genders are there? Oh, there's... there's there's thousands of possibilities. You can be whatever you want. I mean, it's 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 sick. It's out of control. And if, as you saw, Disney now just broke history and came out with the first bisexual cartoon. The stuff they're 
teaching her kids at a very young age. And we're going to get into, I be, I don't, are we talking about this article later? Yes, we are. We're talking about this article next, so I don't want to, but the stuff they're doing to kids at a very young age is extremely dangerous, extremely dangerous. So here we, this is a quote. It was upsetting to me. The erasure, the erase of transgender non-binary people, she said. Because they should be on the census. Let's just start putting unicorns on the census. I mean, you keep letting these people push, 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 push. You give an inch, they're going to take your life. That's what it is. They'll take the whole thing. They'll take over America. It won't be America anymore. It's not going to stop people. I keep saying this. I'm going to keep hitting you with it because it's not going to stop. You might think, oh, conspiracy theory. It's not going to stop. It's progressively going to get worse until the American people put a stop to it. So I've had enough of Taylor Swift, not so swift. Keep your nose out of politics, especially when all you're going to do is negative stuff. So why don't, why don't you do some positive things, okay? But no, negative, 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 whitey, bad, whitey, bad, white supremacy. We'll get into that later, too. So, Monday is great because we catch up from the weekend. We have seven articles. Monday's always our biggest show. So, let's get into our second article here. This kind of ties into the binary thing. So, let's get into Gateway Pundit article here. So, this is an update. Judge orders Texas father to pay 5000 You heard that correctly. $5,000 a month. So his ex-wife can transition their son, James, into a girl named Luna. This is not a joke. So here we go. This is a heartbreaking update. A Dallas judge this week issued an order allowing Anne Georgilas power over his eight-year-old son, James Younger's medical decisions. This boy is eight years old. Eight. As previously reported, the mother of the eight-year-old James wanted to start the boy on puberty blockers and eventually cross-sex hormones. Do you hear this? This boy is eight years old. Now listen. I said this on Twitter. I'm going to say it here. If you're 18, a legal adult, and you want to change your body, Go right ahead if you're a legal adult by the state. But for parents to try and give this kid hormones and try to start changing his sex when the boy is eight years old is sick, disturbing, illegal, and something the mother is a clear and present danger to that child. I do not trust her because obviously she's not in a sane mental state. It is sick and disgusting. I don't care if the kid is wearing high heels and is telling his mother he wants to change his sex. The boy is not mentally equipped yet to understand the re- what could ha- the consequences of him doing that. Okay? That is out of control and sick. If he's 18 and wants to start doing that to himself, fine. But to take it upon yourself to put these ideas in his head and to start doing this to a boy that could be irreversible damage to this child. This woman should be arrested and the child should be taken away 
This is sick. It's sick. The boy's father, Jeffrey Younger, vowed to keep fighting to protect his son. Good for him. Good. I don't even I don't even know what I would do in this situation. What would you do in this situation? What would you do? You'd have to. I don't want to advocate for kidnapping, but I mean. You think I'm going to let if the mother of my kids start injecting my kid with hormones to stop. Growth for him and change into a girl. What are you nuts? I I can't. Um, I'll lose it. I'll lose it. Let's continue with the article. So he vowed to keep fighting after a jury last year ruled against him in his court case to save his son James from Trent. I mean, what type of people? The crazed mother, Doctor Anne George Georgelos, was continued the chemical castration of their son Trent. To transition James Younger into Luna, even changing his name, right? Dr. Georgelos actually admitted in court that she is not the biological... Mo oh my god. She is not the biological mother of James and his twin brother Jude. She used in with a donor. Okay, I was going to say, if it's the stepmother, I mean... Holy, I mean, that would be even crazier. I was about to lose it. Texas Governor Greg Abbott announced last fall that the Texas Attorney General's Office and the Texas Department of Family and Protective Services were looking into the horrific case involving James Younger and his abusive mother who was working to castrate her son. A video of James Younger when he was only three years old surfaced revealing that his mother put here. I knew this was going here. I knew it. Mother put dresses on him and painted his fingernails when the child was just an infant. This is sick. This is indoctrination of a little boy. This is disgusting. This mother needs to be locked up. Lock her up. Lock her up. This is sick. This is sick. Do you know what kind of mental status this boy is going to be in when he gets older? Who do you think he's going to take it out on? He's going to take it out on his parents. He's going to take it out on the world. What are you doing to this kid? This is sick. How is his mother allowed to be around this child? This is sick. The father should have put a stop to it then. And divorced her, got rid of her. This is sick. I knew this is where it was going. I am so pissed off over this. Why is there not... Why is this not all over Twitter and everywhere else? This is huge. Huge. This boy has no rights. He's not being protected. This is insane. This is insane. The abuse from the mother all started because James liked the toy from the movie Frozen, meant for little girls. It is totally normal for boys to play with girls' toys. It doesn't mean they want to be cash right in transition to a girl, right? Oh my god, heaven forbid. What if one of my... I got four girls. What if one of them picked up a... They play with some boy dolls. They play with the boy dolls with the girl dolls and they like have dinner. Oh my god, she... No, what she, she did, she... He played with a doll... And she used it to justify in her mind. See, I want to transition. Look, he wants to be that way too. That's what it is. They're sick. They're sick. When asked if the boy or girl, James, then only three years old, answered girl. Oh, because the, the, he knows. And how do you know he's only saying that because the mother indoctrinated into him? Did he choose that on his own or did that sick mother put that thought into his head? Dressed him up and painted his nails. This is disgusting. He said his mom told him he's a girl. See? 
See, I didn't even read that part yet. I knew it. I knew this. I'm really out. We cover a lot of stuff on this show, and I am severely out. This is his kid's life. You only live once. This is his whole life. This is insane. This is insane. This is insane. And how Texas, Texas of all places, is allowing this? <sighs> the United States is falling, my friends. This is sick. In Texas, this is sick. This is like a California, New York, Portland story. What is going on in Texas? And we'll cover Texas a little bit later. Another joke. Now, Jeffrey Younger is being forced to pay his ex-wife five grand a month to pay for his son's transition and counseling in addition to a $10,000 retainer required by the counselor. The counselor. Please, please, please. I'm going to put the link to this article in the show notes. I don't care if you share the show covering this. I don't care if you share the article. I don't need credit for this. This needs to be seen. This needs to be talked about. This is extremely disturbing. And they're going to ruin this little boy. They're going to ruin this little boy. This is insane. I've, I've had enough. All right. So here we go. Another, another embarrassment. Once again, targeting our kids. They always start with the kids, right? Why do you think there's a, there's a, uh, there's a smile on the, the Happy Meal box? Because they start with the kids. Why do you think it's called a Happy Meal? They start with them early, so they get hooked. They hook you on it early. Why do you think cigarettes used to have a, oh, camels and cartoon characters, right? Joe the camel, because they try to hook you early. This is what they're doing to our kids, folks. This is what they're doing to our kids. So here we go, attacking our children once again. Is the left done with their kids yet? What does the left do positive for our kids? They get rid, rid of family. They hate the nuclear family. They hate religion. So this faith, the kids have no guidance. Whether you believe, I'm agnostic, okay? You might say I'm a coward because I hedge my bets, right? Well, I'll believe if, the, if you can show me proof, right? So, hey, I'm honest. Show me proof. I'll believe it. I'm agnostic. I'll admit maybe it's a cowardly output because I'm kind of hedging my bets. But I still understand. I went to Catholic school for nine years. I still understand the important role faith plays in a community. Because if you don't believe in anything, it's so easy to destroy everything. Because what does it matter, right? They attack faith. They attack family. And they attack common sense. And now they're attacking They're attacking science and now they're attacking white people they are ruining and indoctrinating our children out of all the things they have control of media schools and entertainment the most important thing is our kids our schools we need to win back the schools that's why Students for Trump is so important. That's why Turning Point USA is so important. But the problem is with Turning Point USA, I like them, but they get to them in college. We need to get to them earlier. And it's kind of hard because it's politics. It's really not. It's politics, but it really shouldn't be because we need to get to them super early because by the time you get to them in college, a lot of them already, they're lost. They're lost. So let's... Get back to this article. So here we go. A report by the Washington Free Beacon. Pennsylvania District, right next door to me, 
mandates white supremacy lessons for kindergartners. That's right. Kindergarten. It's not bad enough it would be in college. It's not bad enough that it would be high school. It would be super bad if it was middle school, elementary school. Kindergarten. Kindergarten. Wealthy school district. It's always the wealthy, right? Wealthy school district says supporting cops not watching news is racist. <laughs> the same people that would call the cops if someone breaks in, right? The same people that want to be uh, have uh, fences up around their house, right? Is there are some evil people in the world, my friends. So let's hit this article. Elementary school children returning to a wealthy Pennsylvania classroom in the fall will learn that sympathizing with police officers is racist. Because you don't want to sympathize with people that put on... A, here's what a cop is. Every, a person like me and you with a uniform on. They're not robots. They're not people without feelings. They have a family like you and me. They put a uniform on and they don't know if they're going to come home serving their community every day. You can't sympathize with that? Why? Because of one bad cop? Are you crazy? This is sick. This is America. This shouldn't be happening. This should not be happening. So, El Gl Glad Wayne Elementary School, located in Lower Marion School District, one of the richest in the nation, will require 4th and 5th grades to read. Well, it said kindergarten, so I don't know why it's saying but maybe we'll get into it later. So I want—I don't want fake news here. So maybe we'll get into it later. Okay. So fourth and fifth graders to read "Not My Idea," a book about whiteness. That's terrific. This should be illegal. Now, if you want to teach Black History Month, fine, great, terrific. If you want to teach about Malcolm X, if you want to teach about MLK, great. Why don't you show some Les Brown's video? If you know me, if you know, if check out my Facebook page, anything like that. You know I love Les Brown. I think he's one of the best motivational speakers, period, ever. I also like Tony Ramos, Jim Rohn, Simon Sinek, um, Eric Thomas. I can go on and on and on. Why is it Les Brown taught in schools? Oh, because you don't want to teach them positive things. You just want to teach them hate. Just what their kids need at that age. Half the kids today can't read. They can't write. They don't know math. They can't critically think. But no, what are we going to do? They're too busy teaching them Spanish. They can't even write English. They want to teach them another language. And then now they want to force racial division down their throat. Great. Terrific. Just what they need. Now they need to feel ashamed because they're white. This is crazy. This, this school needs to be investigated. Investigate them. Investigate them. So here we go. Not my book, a deal, a deal about whiteness, which claims that white people who relate to police officers or decline to watch the news are complicit in racism. Oh, because if you don't watch CNN, you're a racist. <laughs> no, watching CNN will make you racist. Guaranteed will make you racist. Not the other way around, buddy. The curriculum also assigns a kid's book about racism. The kindergarten and first graders. That's nice. So they're hitting them at different levels. This is great. This is great. So they did give a kindergarten book. But they're also attacking middle schools as well. Terrific. Because you want to keep the message going, right? What's, what's, what's their book in high school? They're going to make them read. The books are raising eyebrows among some parents who take issue with their political focus. 
Alana Yuren, Fish, Fishbean, and a mother of two boys and a doctor of social work penned a letter to the district superintendent board members and the school's principal demanding the school re- remove its new cultural profic- proficiency, proficiency curriculum. Thank God somebody's saying something. If this was being done in my kid's school, they'd be out of there in a split second. Split second. That is disgusting. Back off the kids, man. Back off the kids. The book teaches kids not only to defy Oh, boy. Not only to defy parents, but to hate themselves. Exactly. 100%. Hate their white skin. She also told the Washington Free Beacon... To hate their parents also because they are white by default. The kids are white and they are privileged and they are bad. School is teaching this to little kids. Of course. It's sick. Here we go. In the wake of George Floyd protests, public schools are increasingly politicizing the curricula. In Virginia's Ludown Country School District, the richest county in the nation. Another rich. What are you seeing a trend here? All these elitist elite. Shoving down this agenda, you see it in the colleges and everywhere else. Schools teamed up with the left-wing education group, teaching tolerance to develop the new curriculum about slavery for kindergartens. That's nice. The proposed lesson plans recommended restructuring history and social study cases to emphasize slavery as fundamental to American society. The cultural proficiency lessons at Gladwayne were announced in an email to parents on June 9th. The email claims that despite offering four other lessons on equity and race, the school's cultural proficiency committee believes that those lessons are insufficient and created a fifth lesson because they needed more to hammer their message away on anti-racism. Generally, each class also engages in cultural proficiency lesson however we realize that that's not enough <laughs> gladwin principal veronica ellers wrote in an email obtained by the free beacon we plan to continue designing lessons that promote anti-racist actions in the upcoming 2021 school year and beyond does that sound like a, a political campaign to you Jeez, this is disheartening spread the word spread the word a kid's book about racism has it okay you know what Let's see, hit this last quote, and because I can't read this whole thing because it's it's disgusting. If you say anything that's racist according to the school or parents' definition of racism, you're out. Fishbean said, you're called a racist. No wonder the parents don't talk. Right? No kidding. Because if you even breathe the wrong way on these people, racist, misogynist, homophobic, xenophobic, any other thing we can call you. Why do you think they shut down conversation? Because then you can't say facts. So they use emotion to overtalk you and overwhelm you and to shut you up. This is what they do. They're trying to take away freedom of speech. And then they're coming for your guns. So you can't talk and you can't defend yourself. So they're taking away your mouth and then they're taking away your hands. Then you're enslaved, my friends. This is how it works. Why do you think one and two go hand in hand? First and second amendment, or the first and second amendment for a reason. Because they're essential to our defense. They're going after us. They're going after us. This isn't a joke. And if it can happen in one school, 
then you see it happen in Virginia, and it's going to keep happening if we don't push back with words, with peaceful protests, and say, back off our kids. Back off. These communities need to rally together. Stop hiding out and stop being scared. We are on the right side of this issue. Stop letting these sickos push their agenda down your throat. They're not going to stop. They're not going to stop to the American people say they can't breathe. And guess what? It's too late. It'll be too late, folks. It's going to be too late. Stop hiding. Start talking. So, enough of the kids for a little bit. Let's get into this Breitbart article. Here we go back to the USPS. And, oh, it's such a safe and effective way. Let's get into another case. We talked about New Jersey, how 25% of the vote was fraudulent in New Jersey just recently. We talked about New York, how they couldn't even just took a month to decide a primary. Now they want to do a presidential race. Right. Here we go. Michigan rejects 800. This is just Michigan. 846 mailed ballots because the voter was dead. 846 is a large number, and that's one state. Do that for 50 states, and that's just dead people. What about people that are casting votes that didn't do it themselves? That these ballots, these ballots can be stolen out of mailboxes and stuff? This is extremely dangerous. It's extremely dangerous. And that's what the Democrats want. They want to muddy the waters so that way you don't you the fog. There's a reason why they call it the fog of war. So you you can't you can't focus, you can't pay attention, and that's how they take control. Here, look over there while we while we stab you. Look over there while we stab you from behind. It's sick. That's their plan. It's a lose lose for Trump. So Michigan clerks rejected ten thousand. Wow. 10,694 ballots during the primary on August 4th. That is a large sum. Of those 846 ballots that were not accepted because the voter was dead. Remember how I said, oh, it's just not the dead voters. Well, that's great. Besides that, there was another 9,000 that were rejected. Huh. No problem. Nothing to see here. And then multiply that times 50 states. Uh-huh. And that was just a primary. Yeah, it can't happen. Okay, Trump's out of his mind saying the election will be rigged by the mail. Oh, okay, we have more than enough cases to prove so. Why are they freaking about out about the mail if masks work and social distancing works? What's the problem? Oh, because you're crying that you can't rig it, so that's why you're upset. That's what it is. That's what it is. Why are the Democrats against voter ID and voting in person? They're against things that would make the vote a real vote. They want fake votes. They're encouraging fake votes. There's no other way to say it. There's no other way to talk about their agenda. They don't want voter ID. Who would be against voter ID? Only someone that wants the vote to be an illegal vote. Who would be against, who would be for illegal immigration? People that want people to break the law. I'm not, I'm not a rocket scientist. It's clear as day. That's what they, why would you be against voter ID? Why would you not be against mail-in ballot, ballots when there's a ton of fraud? Because you want there to be fraud. I don't know what else to say. It's comical because it's sick. And if you don't laugh, you're going to cry. It's crazy. It's crazy. So, further, 2,000 ballots were denied because there was no voter signature on the end. I wonder why that was. 
because they would have been in big trouble if they forged it. That's why there was no signature on the envelope. And a thousand votes were discarded because the voter moved to a new address after submitting the ballot. The state claimed that the dead voters died between the time they submitted the ballot and when it was counted. I... You're telling me a thousand people died be between the, the time they submitted and the vote was counted? <laughs> oh, that was... You're telling me almost a thousand people died after they submitted the vote in between the time it was counted? So either it took you months to count these votes or that person really didn't vote because there's no way a thousand people died that actually voted in that time frame. That's just, that's not believable. I'm sorry. That's not believable. Michigan's largest city, Detroit, received 820 ballots that were ultimately rejected, according to the paper. Michigan Secretary of State Joycelyn Benson is demanding the legislature pass a bill requiring city and township clerks to call voters who have obvious flaws with their ballot, such as missing signature. Oh, so you, now you're going to trust them with a phone call? You don't know who you're talking to on the phone? Do you see where this is going? That's crazy. And how are you going to prove that that person, the person making the call, actually talked to the voter? Number one, you don't know if the phone call actually happened. Number two, you don't know if they're talking to the right person when they pick up the phone. You're really going to trust government with handling this? Are you crazy? What does the government do right? I mean, there's not even a conversation. There's no argument here for this. Where's the argument for, for this? Oh, so you want me to trust USPS that can't even get in the black that loses billions of dollars each year you they don't they're you they're not even good with their finances and you want them to trust me you want me to trust them with my vote <laughs> I, I, I you're this is reality this is reality this is just, this is crazy this i'm starting to feel like this is a simulation because you can't make this stuff up this is like in a book this is a movie right now it's crazy you couldn't if you told someone hey if there were aliens if there's aliens watching right now they're laughing they're laughing because they're like, this is crazy town. They're eating their popcorn. They're like, keep going, America. Keep going, 2020. This is nuts. It's nuts. So without turnout and absentee ballot numbers expected to double or even triple in November, we could be looking at tens of thousands of Michigan res citizens disenfran uh, disenfranchised if the legislator again fails to act. Meanwhile, more than 200,000 ballots were undeliverable in Clark County, Nevada. See? People are going to think they voted and it, oh, they couldn't deliver them. This is a mess. This is a mess. The state opted for an all-in mail election. Okay, that's enough of this. It's a mess. It's a mess. According to the county records, 92,000 of the undeliverable ballots belong to Democrats. 53,000 Republicans and 78 were independent. Haha. <laughs> Oh, great. So I'll have to vote in the garbage can. This, it, vote in person. Vote in person. This, it's nuts. It's nuts. There's no way. All they want to do is create chaos. And they're going to blame it. If Trump wins, they're going to say it's not real. And if Trump, if they lose to Trump, they're going to say it's not real. That's what they're going to do. That's what they're going to do. That's their whole plan. It's a lose-lose for Donald Trump. And we're going to see four more years. Now it's going to be 
UPS gate. It's sick. Mark my word. That's what's coming. That's their plan. That's what's coming. Because they know they can't win with Biden and Harris legally. The right way. You know. They know they can't. It's a joke. She called him a racist. And then now. Oh, I'll be vice president. <laughs> and then he doesn't know where the heck he is. They can't win. Unless they cheat. And they know it. They know it. And now if you see the polls are slow the polls in air quotes are slowly shrinking which means they had trump losing by like 10 and that's when he won he was losing by more than 10 when he beat hillary now that it's shrinking to like five trump's winning a landslide i posted on my twitter i said the stock market when trump wins is gonna hit thirty thousand, and he's gonna get 330 electoral votes if not more that's my prediction so let's get into another article we got three more left and then we're going to talk about the dnc uh convention tonight the beauty that is so here this is a fox news article nba fires photographer over kamala harris meme so anything do you think they would fire them over a trump meme no probably not but Heaven forbid you're conservative, you get fired. Because freedom of speech is in the trash can if you're conservative. But Democrats can yout, scream, and cry and do anything they want to you. So let's get into this. The NBA fired a longtime photographer after he posted a meme of Senator Kamala Harris of California following the announcement of her candidacy for vice president alongside presumptive Democratic presidential nominee Joe Biden. The now-fired Houston-based photographer Bill Baptist worked for the Houston Rockets for more than 30 years. Wow, they couldn't even cut this guy a break? 30 years? They were just looking to get rid of him. Trump meme read, Joe and the hoe. Probably not the smartest meme to tweet with the hoe in it when you're professional working for somebody. But still, should you be fired over it? No, you want to suspend the guy for a day? Okay, to fire him over that? Really? That's that's a bit nuts. So, especially if the guy's working for 30 years for you. If the guy was like a temporary worker, it's been three months, still don't think he'd be fired, but eh, whatever. 30 years and you're going to throw this guy over to the curb over this? Come on. This is, it's disgusting. So, WNBA Hall of Fame recipient and gold medalist Cheryl Swoops called out Baptist because you know how the WNBA has been so woke recently. No one cares about you, WNBA. And that's not because it's a woman's sport. I highly respect women athletes. It's just because the WNBA, no one cares. So she called it disrespectful in the Facebook post and added Wednesday saying he needs to go. While he doesn't need to go, yeah, I'm not, not that big into the whole thing, but whatever. So here's a quote. This guy works for the NBA but covers the Houston Rockets. Has been around for a while. Even worked for the Houston Comets. It's amazing how people will smile to your face but eventually their true colors will show at the NBA. And Houston Rockets needs to go. So disrespectful. Bill Baptist, shame on you. And an anonymous source confirmed for USA Today Sports that Baptist had been pulled from the NBA bubble in Orlando and let go. Baptist, who was working... As an independent contractor for the Houston Rockets, issued a public apology and a statement to a local Houston media outlet. 
Here's his apology. I deeply regret posting my Facebook page, a phrase that I saw and copied from others as a sample of someone's, of people's reactions to Biden's election. The phrase I posted does not reflect my personal views at all. See, that's just a, see, I don't like that because that's not true. If you reposted it, yeah, it kind of does. Unless there was something hidden in there, it says Joe and the hoe. So how is that not your view if you didn't share it? Like, I'm sorry, this guy, um, this guy's waffling now. Now, I don't, I don't like that statement because that's a lie. That's a direct lie. It's not like when Trump posted a video and there was some guy mumbling something in the background that might not have been cool to say and he retweeted it. That's one thing. But it's literally a picture that says Joe and the hoe and you reshared it and that's not your view. Okay, dude, like you're lying. You're flat out lying. I mean, come on, stop. I should not have been so insensitive to post statements by others. Right. See, here you go. He's passing the buck. I should not have been so insensitive to post statements by others. No, it's your statement because you shared it. So this guy is a liar now. I I can't root for him now because now he's a liar. Although he should not have been fired. This guy's a liar. He can't even take. Why apologize and say, oh, it's someone else's statement. It's really not an apology. You're insincere, sir. I sincerely, I sincerely apologize. Right, you're a liar. You're a liar. I don't, I don't like any of the people in this article. They're all frauds. So, oh well to him. I don't feel sorry for him now. I mean, come on, dude. Why are you even apologizing? That was your statement. You shared it. You all you should have said was, listen, it wasn't appropriate in the work environment to making hoe comments, which is true. Um, if it was a st- a different kind of meme, I would have been fine with it. But then you're going to waffle and say, oh, well, it's not my statement. Although the only thing it says is Joe and the hoe. And then, oh, it's someone else's statement. I should, like Take ownership, man. Move on. Oh, my God. What embarrassment. So let's get into this disgusting beauty here. The liberals never pass up a chance to humili- humiliate themselves. So let's get into this disgraceful act. Gateway Pundit article. After President Trump's younger brother passed away, shout out to uh, Robert Trump, who sadly passed away this weekend. So after Robert Trump died, leftists on Twitter start trending the hashtag wrong Trump, meaning it should have been Trump. It should have been Donald Trump, not Robert. Isn't that nice? The party of tolerance, right? Wishing Donald Trump dead. I mean... President Trump's younger brother, Robert Trump, passed away Saturday evening in New York. President Trump said in a statement, his brother Robert was his best friend. President ended his statement saying, Robert, I love you. Rest in peace. Demonic leftists immediately started tweeting, wrong Trump. Shocker, right? So wrong Trump was trending on Twitter. So here it is. 20,000 tweets with wrong Trump. So here we go. Here's some posts. Leftists were angry that President Trump didn't die. So here's a post by Zazu Nova. Wrong Trump. I need to start being more specific with my prayers. Isn't that nice? Embarrassment. Here's a post from Stephine. God out here taking the wrong Trump. Come on, man. He's right there. Scamazon posted. Wrong Trump. Too soon. Say what? I got the wrong one. F. That's nice. I don't know anything about Robert Trump. All I know is God took the wrong Trump. Another person, I'm sorry, but the wrong Trump died. Here's 
Here's the last one. Susie Kunitz. Sounds like a champion. I'm starting to think that God has a hell of a sense of humor, but this ain't funny. WTF, wrong Trump. Isn't that nice? The party of tolerance, my friends. Wishing and hoping. It's funny they bring up prayer. The only time they're not mocking Christians and church is when they're praying for Trump, Donald Trump to die. Isn't that nice? Isn't that nice? So enough of that trash. So here's our last article here. So this is by the Red State. Austin, and this is uh, alludes to earlier, of Texas is turning into California here. So Austin City Council votes to defund the police, just like uh, another town that we talked about recently. I believe it might have been Seattle. So Austin City Council votes to defund the police to provide funding for abortion and other services. So I posted this on Twitter. I said, so let me get this straight. We're going to defund the police, which will cause more black people to die. Because the areas that need the police the most are the unsafe communities. And in the unsafe communities, a lot of black people, unfortunately, lived. White people as well. But a lot of black people also live in those communities. So taking police off the streets in those communities will cause more black people to die. Because they won't be protected by the police. So you're going to lose black adults by taking away the police. And then not only are you going to kill black adults, now you're putting more funding into abortion. So you're going to kill their black babies as well. Where's Black Lives Matter? Where's Black Lives Matter? This is making the situation worse. It's keep defunding the police. What are the, is anyone going to stand up for this crap? When is it going to stop? We have to make it stop. So here we go. This week, Austin City Council unanimously, unanimous, unanimously voted to slash the police department's budget by $150 million. The Texas capital became the fourth city in the nation, four of them wow, and the first in the state of Texas to cut funding to its law enforcement agency amid widespread debate over police brutality. Because if you want to fix police brutality because it's so rampant, you cut the funding to the police so they get less training. Great. Great. Makes sense, doesn't it? This... The decision comes as the Austin Police Department is the subject of criticism related to the death of Mike Ramos and its use of force against BLM protesters. Peaceful, right? Similar criticism has been leveled against police departments across the country, but the share of APD's budget that was cut is one of the largest percentages that was decreased in the nation so far this year. The measure will slash one-third, wow, that is a large chunk, of APD's entire budget. It also calls for an immediate, immediate cut of $21 million from the agency to be relocated to provide funding for abortion access programs, food access, and violence prevention. This moment has been born out of a lot of hurt in the community. City Council member Greg Caesar said at Thursday meeting, We know we have a long way to go. The proposal would eliminate funding for three police cadet classes, despite the fact that Austin's police department is severely understaffed. 
So now they're going to be understaffed and now you're going to cut their funding, which is going to lower police morale, which makes is going to make them make more mistakes because they're going to be working overtime. They're going to be overworked. That's nice. We're setting up our police to fail and you're failing the citizens. Defunding the police isn't going to lower crime. Is it going to lower incidents? It's going to increase them. If you want a school to be better, do you decrease the funding to the school? Like, this is stupid. Stupid people have power, and it needs to be taken from them. It needs to be taken from them. The proposal would eliminate... Okay, said that right. So the city council initiated that it may allow some classes to start in the fiscal year of 2021. If ADP develops and revise curriculum and create a more appropriate recruitment program, whatever that means. I mean, you you heard it. Cut the police funding. Keep doing it. See what's going to happen. We saw what's happening in New York City. We see what's happening in Portland. The Democrats, you know, you, some people might not understand this. The Democrats want the destruction of America. They will do anything to get power. They don't care. They'll do anything to get, to go on the TV, look at the COVID cases. They want their moment in the sun, and they're not going to give it up easily. It's sick. We live in an age where we glorify people on TV instead of the people that fight and keep us safe. It is sick, and it's extremely dangerous. It's dangerous. It is dangerous, my friends. So... Hit you, we hit you with Monday pretty hard, I would say. Pretty hard. But hey, we're going to talk about the things people don't want to talk about. Because it needs to be talked about. Not talking about it isn't going to make it go away. It's going to create more of it. So you got to talk about it. Spread the news, my friends. Like I said, I don't care if I get the credit. Spread the word. So let's talk about, let's get a little light here. Let's get a little comical. What does comedy remind me of? The DNC. (laughs) So let's talk about the DNC starts tonight. So, how to watch the crap show DNC National Convention. Who's speaking? Let's get into it. It will air from 9pm to 11pm Eastern Time. Every day, Monday through Thursday. Okay, there's several ways to watch. ABC, CBS, blah, blah, blah. So who's speaking? Bernie Sanders. Great. Can't wait to hear what he's going to say. Uh, let's see anyone else. And, oh, Cuomo's going to talk as well. Here we go. Doug Jones from Alabama. John Kasich, that traitor from Ohio. Who cares? Who cares about Kasich at this point? He's a joker. He's an anti-Trumper. Nobody likes you, sir. Go away. Go away. Him and Romney need to get on a boat and shipped off someplace. Go away. Amy Klobuchar... Michelle Obama and Gretchen Whitmer. Oh, that beaut. Oh, my God. That lady looks like the devil. Have you ever seen any good photos of her? Every photo of her, she looks evil. She looks evil. (laughs) So that's tonight from 9 to 11, and it's every day. So maybe there'll be some sound bites we could talk about in our show. But if you want to watch it, I might watch it just because I like following the news and recent updates and stuff like that. But if they start, I was watching the, I watched the democratic debates and all the Republican debates, obviously. But when the Democrats started talking in Spanish, I had to shut it off because it stopped pandering to people. Stop pandering. So thanks for hanging out. Hope your weekend was great. Great to kick off the Monday, uh, bright and early with you guys.
Um, we will see you tomorrow, my friends. Be safe, Patriots. Spread the word about spread the word about some of these articles. I'm gonna link the really important ones, especially that little boy. What's being done to that little boy is disgusting. Disgusting. Stay tuned, Patriots. Be safe. Thanks for listening. Catch a new episode of Just Say It every Monday through Thursday. Available on YouTube and every major podcast platform. Got something to say? Meet other patriots and join the conversation at jsipodcast.com.